With summer closing in, I am so ready to ditch my cold weather clothes and say hello to shorts and tees. But I don't want to just buy what's trendy. I want to update timeless, high-quality summer pieces that I can utilize for all seasons and years to come without spending a fortune. And now I've got a lineup of beautiful clothes from Quince that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, Blouses and shorts from $30. That's what I'm talking about, babe. There's washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less oh than gosh. similar brands. It's actually because they partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. I actually just ordered their linen shorts, tops, and pants that I plan to wear for this summer because they're lightweight, and I'm so excited to get them and start planning my Quince capsule wardrobe for my summer travels. Honestly, I have so much Quince clothing, and I love it all. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com husband for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash husband to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash husband when you're traveling do you ever stress about what's happening back home like did you forget to lock up or leave a window open that's why we totally suggest getting simply safe home security today for top-notch security and peace of mind no matter where your summer adventures take you that's actually such a good point i think that is one of the main reasons peyton and i love simply safe as well is did I lock the front door? Did I do this? Is a window open? You can just tell exactly what's going on in your home. Right. And I, I know like when we travel, it is so nice to just have that peace of mind to know that your home is okay. There's also a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras that we've installed. So we have view of our entire house, every entry point. Plus, I just feel relieved knowing that it's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash husband. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. This is Murder with My Husband. I'm Peyton Moreland. And I'm Garrett Moreland. And he's the husband. And I'm the husband. Well, welcome back to another episode. Um, do you have your 10 seconds ready? Um, I didn't have it ready, but I got a haircut this week. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> it counts. It counts. It's your 10 seconds. Okay. Yes, everyone it. get on YouTube and go look at Garrett's new haircut. Bada bing, bada boom. It looks very good. I probably don't look much different to anyone else except you. No, you think it's so? noticeable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so our case this week was suggested by Jade Cook off of Instagram. So thank you, Jade. The sources I used are YouTube, ABAJournal.com, Biography.com, CrimeMuseum.org, Wikipedia, ABCNews.gov, VanityFair.com, and AllThat'sInteresting.com. And can I just say, I've used Wikipedia so much. I don't always use it as like my initial. Murderpedia or, or Wikipedia? Both. There's oh. both. Um, but I've used it. I use it almost every case. I don't always use information off of it, but I use it just to get like an overview. Yeah. 
I use it so much now that every single time I go to Wikipedia, it says, hey, we notice you use a lot. You use our site a lot. It would be nice if you would donate. Oh, yeah, because they run off donations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I use it so much now that they're like, you're a frequent user. It would be nice That's if you funny. could donate. Anyways, well, this week's episode starts off in Boston, Massachusetts in May of 2008. An unidentified man um, begins messaging a transgender woman. I would normally not include such a like non-impactful impactful detail, but it does go to the thought process of this man, which is why I'm in- including it in the okay. story. So on May 2nd, he messaged, Hey, sexy, using the email address sexaddict5385 at yahoo.com. They proceed to exchange explicit photos. He reaches out Mm. again in January of 2009 using a different username, but they still never meet in person. This mystery man had contacted several men who had posted ads through Craigslist labeled M4T, which means men looking for transvestites. Keep in mind, this is 2008. So this is no Uh, longer an option on Craigslist, but back then it was an option that you could choose. I didn't even know that. Yes. Okay. It was under the tab exotic or something like that. He was consistently using new usernames and even posting as a female at one point. This game went on for a while, but eventually was taken to the extreme. On April 10th, 2009, 29-year-old Trisha Leffler was working as an escort in Boston. That night, she checked herself into the Weston Hotel and placed an ad on Craigslist as Sweet Blonde, Come and Relax With Me. Okay. Our man answered her ad and agreed to meet up with her. When Trisha answered the door at the hotel, she wasn't worried. This man was young, blonde hair, looked nice, not threatening at all. She welcomes him into the room, but as soon as the door shuts, Trisha turns around and finds herself staring down a pistol. Whoa. This mystery man, who had previously just been messaging with people, was literally holding Trisha at gunpoint in a hotel room. His his obsession had obviously gone too yeah. far. He tells her nothing will happen to her and tells her to lay down. Trisha does, and the man puts the gun back in his pocket and puts on gloves. He takes out zip ties and ties her wrists up like handcuffs. He then takes off the gloves. So he puts on these gloves to like hide his identity, but then in the middle of this attack, takes Takes off the gloves. That's kind of weird. And Trisha notes it. She's like, why is he taking the gloves off if he's, you know. He takes off the gloves and searches through her purse and takes $800 in cash that she had in there. And along with her credit and debit cards, he then grabbed her phone and deleted his number out of it and then picked up a pair of her underwear and put them in his pocket. That's why I picked up a pair. That's what like the sources call uh-huh. it. I don't know if that meant he took her underwear off or if he she, grabbed one from like this. this I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. The man then leaves. Like he was only there for the money or for the scare. He never sexually assaults her uh-huh. or anything like that. So before we go on. 2008. I mean, that's that's a while ago, but I mean, I know there was cameras and stuff. Back yes, Mister so Security Camera. I'm, I'm just saying, a there camera are. had to have caught him, and they did. Okay, there are, and it finally becomes- the cameras come in handy. <laughs> I swear, we're episode 46 now. Yeah, I never research a case now and not look to see if there's cameras solely yep. because I know Garrett is going to ask me if there was. That's my number one thing. So this becomes a big case, a big part of this case later okay. on is the cameras. He leaves. Trisha quickly gets out of her ties 
and checks the peephole out of the hotel room. She opens the door, peeks her head out, doesn't see him, and so she calls security. Police respond and find photo stills of our perpetrator in the hotel on the cameras. They check them with Trisha and she confirms, yeah, that's him leaving my room. Got it. Note, I don't think this guy was dumb enough to not realize there'd be security cameras. I think he was just cocky enough to think, number one, technically at the time, what Trisha was doing was illegal. Like um, soliciting yourself was illegal at the time. So why would she report it if she was robbed? And number two, even if she did, would the police care about an escort being robbed, which is horrible. But there have been known cases of police not caring about that type of industry, any crime that happens there because of it. I've I've seen law and order enough with you to know to that, know that that's, that's the true. case. Mm-hmm. Yes. So would they even dive in enough to pull the security footage? Yeah. I think his pride and lack of respect for his victim got in the way in in this case. Right. According to allitsinteresting.com, on April thirteenth, two thousand nine, our man who just attacked her now responds to an ad on Craigslist under the erotic services section. The category would later be changed to adult services in the wake of this guy's actions. Oh, okay. However, in two thousand ten, Craigslist then removed adult services completely. So they changed it after what happened, and then completely removed the category. The ad creator was a 25-year-old named Julissa Brisman, a masseuse and aspiring model. They were messaging back and forth, both using fake names. He was going by Andy. She was going by Morgan. They never spoke over the phone, just via email or text. And the mystery man was using a disposable phone, which leads me to believe Mm. that he was completely in on this, like committed what he was doing, you know? Totally. He decides to meet up with her, and after much back and forth, they agree on April 14th. Morgan, who is actually Jaleesa, states that she is visiting Boston for three days and had a hotel room on the 20th floor of the Boston Marriott Copley Place. Okay. Now, both hotels I've mentioned are luxury hotels. Like, they are oh. they are nice hotels okay, in downtown Boston. That. Yeah. Andy, who is actually our unidentified perpetrator, tells her that he too is visiting Boston and is interested in a 10 p.m. or later appointment tonight or tomorrow. He just happens to be visiting Boston. He then emails again saying that he could still come tonight, but tomorrow at 10 might be better if not, but he will still make it tonight if that's what works for her. Jaleesa replies that she could do tomorrow or tonight, and he says, okay, let's do tomorrow 10 p.m. The next night, Andy, who is our unknown yep. perpetrator, calls at 941. He had arrived early. Jaleesa worked at a tanning salon, like in her day job. Okay. And the owner of that salon would screen Jaleesa's massage clients. So that's what she put the ad on out for was a massage. So the owner of the tanning salon would um, screen Jaleesa's clients to make sure it's going to be safe and everything like that and she also would communicate with the client so it wasn't actually jaleesa at the time of the appointment so when he called he called the tanning salon owner. so there was massages at tanning salons no she did she did massages on craigslist ads on her off time oh but the owner would screen them for her yeah so this is okay I don't know the word and this is going to be a negative connotation, but think of it like a pimp, but it wasn't a pimp. She was just like going over all of her clients in a way Mm -hmm. like, and she did it for multiple people. Does that make sense? Yes. So, I mean, she was just running a business. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. The owner of the salon takes the call from our guy, um, texts Jaleesa to tell her, Hey, you're 10 o'clock's here. You know, you can go ahead and head up to the room. Yep. And she relays he's, he was early, but I told him to just come at 10. 
Angelise is like, awesome, I'll go up. So when Andy entered, which Andy's our guy, entered Jalisa's room, he immediately pulled the gun on her as well. What the heck? He was tying her wrists. And while he's attempting to do that, Jalisa fights back. Oh, no. He reacts by hitting Jalisa in the head with the butt of the gun. He then shoots her twice. Um, although she was injured and oh down. Oh, gosh. So he hits her. She's injured. She's down on the floor. And even though she's down on the floor, he proceeds he to her. shoot her twice. Yeah. He turns and runs out of the room. Jalisa, like, is there by the door. And uh-huh. Jalisa falls out of the door as he leaves. Oh, okay. The door closes, but she's halfway and halfway out. So the door closes onto, like, Got her it. body. Yep. But that's a good thing because now someone's going to see knows. when yeah. they walk by. Now she's not hidden in the room, right? Yeah. So a neighbor in the hotel room heard the gunshots, obviously. Oh, he didn't have like a silence or anything? No. So a neighboring hotel room pokes their head out of the door and sees Jaleesa hanging half in, half out of her doorway, not moving. So security is called and they immediately figure out that she's been shot. Paramedics arrive, but less than an hour later, Jaleesa Brickman dies at the Boston Medical Center. Oh, man. Yeah. Police dub this unknown man who has now done this twice the Craigslist killer. Okay. Because they put together the connection that he had met both women off of Craigslist. And so how old is he again? We don't know yet. Oh, but you said it looked like he was in his 20s, right? He looked young, yes. Okay. He's now attacked a woman and um, killed one of the women, right? And police in Boston are now scoping out the nice hotels ready for this guy's next hit because these were pretty back-to-back in two nice hotels. So just two days after the Craigslist killer killed Jalisa, he went out again, this time 60 miles away from downtown Boston at a Holiday Inn in Oric, Rhode Island. Do you think he would be smart enough to, after he just yeah. Shot someone like, Just, oh, I probably should lay yeah. low for a little bit. And I think he lays low by moving 60 miles away and mm. not picking a luxury hotel. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But they're still going to put two and two together if this girl comes yeah, forward. Like the cops aren't dumb. Yeah. Well, the victim was a dancer from Las Vegas, and I'm purposely leaving her name out. So it's not that I'm not trying to honor the victim. She just doesn't want to be named. Okay. She advertised on Craigslist for private dances in her hotel room. She opens her door and clean cut, young looking, the Craigslist killer is waiting for her. She welcomes him in, turns around to talk to him after the door closes and the Craigslist killer has the gun drawn and pointed out her once again. Oh my gosh. It seems like he's kind of like Ted Bundy in the sense, I'm starting to know a couple more cases, (laughs) (laughs) but he's kind of like Ted Bundy in the sense that he was good looking so people see him and immediately yes. go oh he can't yes. kill me like because everything's they, fine yeah they do make it a point that like these girls scope out as soon as they open the mm-hmm. door they scope out does this feel odd does this not feel odd and all most of them come forward saying i felt very comfortable with his how he looked yep but i i felt comfortable letting him in there was nothing about him that made me feel like maybe i shouldn't let this guy in totally All right, you guys, Audible is your one-stop app for all things audio entertainment, from bestsellers and the latest releases to celebrity memoirs and gripping mysteries. Audible's library is brimming with countless genres to love and new discoveries to make. Dive into an unparalleled selection of audiobooks and explore exclusive Audible originals brought to life by top celebrities, renowned experts, and fresh voices. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog in 
including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Plus, you can enjoy unlimited access to a growing selection of audiobooks, Audible originals, and podcasts such as with my husband. Honestly, I love Audible because I will get into a story while I'm cleaning or driving. Sometimes I get so hooked listening to a story, I just end up finding new places to clean or just end up sitting in my car, which drives Garrett nuts, but I'm out there sitting there. New members can explore Audible free for 30 days. Also this March through May, the Audible sweep you into a realm of intrigue and suspense with their mystery and thriller collection, featuring exclusive new thrillers from their best-selling authors. Their selection is designed to captivate and surprise, ensuring your heart rate remains as elevated as your imagination. New members can try Audible for free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. That's audible.com slash MWMH or text MWMH to 500-500. We're jumping into an ad right now and I, no joke, I've had this question I think about it all the time because I hate getting sick. Do you ever wonder why some people just don't get sick? One of the reasons you can help yourself from getting sick is Armra Colostrum. Okay, obviously I had no idea that colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life and is an exclusive source of all the essential nutrients we need in order to thrive. So what's amazing is Armra colostrum is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that harnesses over 400 functional nutrients to strengthen your immune barriers, your body's inside suit of armor, and the first line of defense against harmful particles from the environment that can trigger inflammation and actually make Make you sick. I'm not saying that it 100% works for everybody because obviously you never know, but all I'm saying is I haven't been sick since I started taking it. Well, and the science behind it is so cool. Armor colostrum strengthens all four layers of your gut wall where 80% of your immune cells are housed. And it's a rich exclusive source of antibodies that optimize your immune defense during cold and flu season. Plus in clinical trials, bovine colostrum was found to be at least three times more effective than the flu vaccine at preventing the flu. We've worked out a special offer for our audience receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash husband or enter husband to get 15% off your first order. Again, that's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash husband. But this time, as he's holding the gun at her, he's shaking. She notes that he's shaking as he's holding the gun at her. Huh, okay. He says, I'm broke. I just need your cards and money. So it's no longer like this fun game. He just oh, like comes he in actually and admits. Wants, he just wants money. Yeah, like I'm broken. I need your money. Okay. She goes, take whatever you need. Like, I don't care. Just don't hurt me. He ties her up with the zip ties, lays her down and begins searching around the room. While the Craigslist killer is searching the room, the victim's phone is ringing over and over again in the corner. Oh no. Little did they did he know it was her husband who was actually waiting downstairs in the lobby of the hotel for an okay text from her. Meaning he would stay oh, down there and she would text wow. him before the appointment and say he's here, everything's good, we're That's starting smart. the appointment. Yep. Yes. So the, the husband, she never got the text, so he's calling her and she's not answering. Which is smart. It's smart on no, her totally. end. It's like a bodyguard. Like he's yep. there just in case. Hey, that's also kind of hard though cuz that's something I do to you. I say, hey, when you get there, when you, get you there, text, text me. me, but you never text me. 
and I never show up to where you're at. So yeah. if that ever happens, you're kind of well, screwed. Well, you're just used to me not, not you're just texting. used to me not texting. But that's kind of scary. Because if is. I ever it need is. you to say okay, yeah. you never text well, me. Well, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. <laughs> so funny. anyways, he doesn't receive the text. So he starts making his way up to the room to check on her. Keep in mind, he has a key card. It's his wife who is in the hotel room. Yep. So he has the second key card. So he just walks up to the room, puts the key in and opens the door. Like he doesn't knock or anything. He's just like, I need to figure out what's going on. Oh no. And he walks into a scene that he will probably never forget. His wife is on the floor tied up and this guy is rummaging through the room and he has a gun. Exactly. The Craigslist killer turns and points the gun at the husband, but the husband is already turned back around out the door and running down the hall to get help, like making a scene. He's like, I'm not going to take this guy on. I'm going to turn around and be as loud as I can to try to get help. And the Craigslist killer is like, oh, crap, panics, runs out the door as well, turning the other way and And heads in the opposite direction as the husband. He is caught on security camera in a stairwell as he makes his way out of the hotel. But he does get out of the hotel because he goes the opposite way. Showing his face to victims and security cameras was undoubtedly a mistake. But like I said, I think the Craigslist killer is just too prideful at this point. I really think he just wants money. Yes. I Like he's just robbing people. And I, I mean, I feel that way too. But once we hear the rest of the story, I'm interested okay. to see if your mind is changed. Okay. Okay. They call these attacks the seven days of rage as he's just seems to be going back to back and never stops. Uh-huh. So it wasn't until one of Jaleesa's friends, Jaleesa's our victim who died. One of her friends actually locates the emails on Jaleesa's phone between Jaleesa and Andy, who is actually the Craigslist killer. Yeah. And she goes to the cops and she's like, hey, I found this. And I'm kind of like, why didn't the cops have the phone searching for this? But I don't know. I don't know the situation. But go her friend who figured this out. And she goes to the cops and she goes, can't you trace this IP address? Like, can't you do that? Why why weren't the cops doing this? I don't know, which for 2009 is pretty smart of her to know that that was like possible. That's true. But she goes, if, if this is, if these emails are sent from his home, can't you trace the IP address? And the cops are like, yeah, we can actually. Hello? I don't know. I don't want to judge, but it feels a little weird to me that after, I mean, and keep in mind, it's only been like a week. Yeah. But the the friend was the one who went to the cops and said, Hey, I dug through her phone and located the emails. Here they are. Can you trace this? You know, detectives trace the IP address and are led to a small suburb outside of Boston. It's to an apartment in Quincy, which is just like a city. Okay. Specifically an apartment belonging to a man named Philip Markoff. The kicker They are stunned when they identify Philip Markoff, the Craigslist killer, as a very, very successful med student who led an above average life and was due to be married to another beautiful med student in August of that year. No way. Yes. They had to be wrong. This man surely cannot be the broke, insecure, mischievous perp who was literally using women just to turn around and rob them. And saying I'm broke. Yeah, like you said, he said I'm broke. Yes. So in May of 2008, so before the first attack, um, when the first promiscuous messages began between the Craigslist killer and these people online, 
Philip Markoff was a serious, well-behaved young man who was active in extracurricular activities. Um, according to Kalina Fraga with AllThat'sInteresting.com, he was described as a nice young man who was polite, respectful, and funny. Both of his parents were remarried and he had a brother. Oh, that's so weird. Philip was smart, pretty academically gifted. He wasn't the most popular in high school, but it wasn't like he wasn't either. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? He he just he just had a he just had friends. What even is popularity though? Yeah. Honestly, unless it has to do with this podcast, then I want to be the most popular true kind <laughs> podcast. But I mean in high school, really what is popularity? Yeah. So when Philip turned 23, he was studying at University of Albany or Sunny Albany, Suny Albany. It's like a nickname um, for yeah, the school. I'm not, okay, I'm I looked sure. it up. Okay. It's the same school, but like it's called two different things. He had graduated college in just three years at the top of his class and was easily accepted into the very hard to get into prestigious medical school of Boston University. Wow! So he was at like one of the top medical schools at that time in the nation, top of his class. He's a star. He's a star medical student. Like he will be an amazing doctor. Yeah, this is confusing. He was intending to pursue a career as a doctor when he met a girl named Megan McAllister. They both volunteered at a medical center near campus together. Get this, it's the same center where his soon-to-be victim, Jaleesa, had been rushed after he had shot her. It was no the way. same medical center he was like, yep. volu- I mean, it's called like their residency. It's like when you yep. volunteer, whatever. What a coincidence. Right? Or did he know, or was he I don't think so. That? I just think it happened to be the closest one that okay. she would have been rushed to. Philip seemed to be doing really well in his life and industry, and Megan, the girl he met, was immediately attracted to him. She asked him out on a date. She was a few years older than him, but it worked out, and after three years, Philip asked Megan to marry him on the beach, and their wedding date was set for August 14th, 2009. I'm so confused. And I do need to say, like, he was popular once he got to college. Yeah. Like, he was top of his class, Every single med student looked up to him. All of all of his professors had a great relationship with him. Like he was definitely riding that mm-hmm. high of being super smart, super attractive, like good, yeah. good, like you know. Yep. And so together, the the two of the the two doctors, this is the med students, and she's also very, very beautiful, were leading a nice life. But there was one thing that only they knew about, and that was that Philip was $130,000 in debt because medical school it's doesn't come cheap. super expensive. Yes, it doesn't matter how many scho- academic scholarships yep. he could get. And on top of that, he had a gambling addiction. Oh, okay. So although that was the one secret that the couple shared together, each individual has their own secrets. And Phillips was that he was the Craigslist killer. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So police begin staking out Phillips apartment. They are just waiting for this guy. So they they know what he looks like because of the security footage and they know the IP address is there but they don't know his name. They just know the IP address. So they're waiting for this guy, the security footage guy to come walking out of this apartment. Essentially, they're just waiting for this blonde, clean cut boy next door looking kid to come walking out. They eventually do see Philip come out of his apartment and get a hold of one of the victims to get a positive ID, but she can't come down yet. And so this is only a week after Jalissa was murdered. So keep that in mind. They get a hold of one of the victims who survived and said, can you come ID him? And she's like, I can't come down right this second. 
And I don't know if it's because she was still struggling and she uh, was it was going to be difficult for her to make an ID or there was something going on. But if on. they saw him on camera, that means not enough. I'm confused. Well, they need the evidence of having an eyewitness victim. Okay. And the camera footage is blurry. Like, and mm-hmm. he he's he's wearing a hat and he's good. Oh. He never looks directly at the camera. Okay. So it looks like him, but it also a positive ID from a living victim would, would make it more would, yes firm for them. Shortly after police begin the stakeout, they notice that Philip and his fiance Megan come out of the apartment with suitcases. Police follow them and worry when they realize that they are heading out of state, which means they lose jurisdiction the second he leaves the oh, state. Oh, okay. So they quickly get a hold of Trisha, the living victim. They send her a photo of him and other guys and say, can you please identify which man was your attacker? Why didn't they do this the first time? Because they wanted her to do it in person. They wanted to bring him in and do it like a lineup. It would just be better, but they were like, he's leaving. So we have no choice. So they get a photo to her. She positively identifies Philip as the guy who attacked her. So back on the interstate, police pull over Philip and Megan take them into custody and inform Philip that he is under arrest for armed robbery and murder. So you have to keep in mind. I feel like she knows. Megan? The, she, the wife. Yeah. The yeah, fiance yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. is completely blindsided. Oh. Why are we getting pulled over right now? What What's going on? What's going on? Like, oh, okay. I was wrong. No, yeah. No idea. They bring her in and tell her like he's the Craigslist killer because everyone had kind of been seeing the reports. Do you believe that? Like if someone came to our house right now and took us in and said, Garrett's a serial killer. What I would, would you say, say no, but Megan says no. I know, but I know I'm saying like, it would be hard to believe. That. Oh, like, I how agree. Do you I completely that? agree. I don't think it's bad that Megan doesn't believe that. You'd be like Garrett, he freaking like, no, hates you, you crime. Wrong guy. What are you talking about? And Megan says the same thing. Like he, he, you have the wrong guy. This guy is not the Craigslist yeah. killer. And they say, listen, you can't go home because now currently your apartment is uh, like it, we have uh, custody of it. And so you need to fly home to your parents' house. So she does because Philip's staying in yep. custody. Police then inform all of the Craigslist killers, living victims that he's in custody mm-hmm. and the public is completely shocked when they find out this, that this, the suspect who's been arrested for the Craigslist killer, this like evil guy who's been literally going to hotels and robbing people yep. blind is literally the boy next door is the top med student at Boston university. I'm sure the public was like, they have the wrong guy. There's oh, no way. There was a lot of people who was, who were like, what? Yeah. And even Megan, she's like, there's absolutely no way. Like I live with this guy. There's no way he's doing yeah. this. Although Megan um, goes away with her family, she comes back to Philip's defense through the media, stating that he's a beautiful man inside and out. He literally would never hurt a fly. They have the wrong man. The Boston police are just trying to make a story out of this like they do with everything else. But wouldn't the police show her the evidence at this point? They did. And she didn't believe it? Mm -mm. Okay. She's like, that's not him. That's not like this. It's not him. Okay. Police search their apartment that they share together and they find the gun that was used in the crimes. So this is like, like they the match the bullets yes, and everything. Yes. This is the pot. This is the best evidence they could ask for. It's an open and shut case. Like yep. there's no doubt he's the Craigslist killer, but the best part is they find this gun in a hollowed out anatomy book for medical students, literally like in prison. He took a scalpel, carved out the gun shape Holy in the crap. book in his medical book that he used for studying, cut it out, put the gun in, closed the top how and put it even, with his books. How did they even think to look in there? They 
Oh, I don't know. I was about to say, I watched like a, a movie remake on uh-huh. this. It's a Lifetime movie. And they like threw the book up and it opened, but uh-huh. I'm sure that's not how it happened. I'm sure that was just in the movie. Yeah. I was literally about to answer, oh, they threw Dang. it up on I the I can't bed? believe they found it in the book. Yeah. Good so Yeah. They also find Trisha's underwear under Philip's mattress. Oh, no, that's horrible. So they're like, yeah, we've got the proof we need. Kicker, there's more pairs of unidentified underwear under the mattress. Dang. So police immediately realize that Philip has other victims who have not come forward. Mm-hmm. Probably because of the industry and, and the danger of them coming forward. And so they were like, wow, like he's done this more than just this week that yeah. we've found out about. So police think that Philip got off on the thrill of the robbery and scaring the victims. Like the adrenaline rush. Yes. That it wasn't so much about the money. It was more just like the kink and then the money was the bonus. But I personally feel like it was about the money. I kind of think so too because I think he had a gambling addiction. He was in debt. But he also wanted to pay off his student loans. Yes. And he probably was also lying to his fiance yes. saying how much money he had and he would get that by stealing. Yes. And I, like, but, do I think he's a good guy? No, by no means. I think no. this guy is a good guy, but yep. I, I think it was the mixture of a not so great dude being put in a situation where he's living this double life of being this amazing med student and under all this pressure, but he's also a gambling addict and you know $130,000 in debt. I mean, he was taking underwear. So maybe he This is what I mean. Maybe is, he did he's get weird. off. Maybe he did get and off. And you on have it. to think about the messages. Yeah. He was sending these erotic messages with these men and women before he started robbing them. Yeah. I think he just realized I can take this I can take this obsession I've had with these online relationships I've created mm-hmm. and actually meet them in person. But to me it's like he doesn't he doesn't have the sex. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. So I I don't know. To me, it's a weird... I yeah, can't... It's, I it's mean, police weird. seemed like really solid on why he was doing it, but I don't feel that way. Yeah. Do you ever find that when you're traveling, you can't help but worry about what's going on back home? Like, again, did you remember to lock up everything or close all the windows? It's so easy for those little concerns to nag at you while you're trying to enjoy your trip. And that's why we highly recommend looking into Simply Safe Home Security today. It's all about giving you the top-notch security and total peace of mind, no matter where your summer adventures take you. It's like having that extra layer of protection so you can truly relax and enjoy your time away. You guys, I know that when we travel, it is so nice to just have that peace of mind. You know, it's not only for when you're home and you don't want someone breaking in, but like also when you're away from home and you just want to know that your house is safe. And that is what Simply Safe gives you. There's a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras we've installed. So we have a view of all our entry points. Plus, Simply Safe was named Best Home Security System 2024 by the U.S. News and the World Report. Simply Safe has given us and many of our listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/husband. There's no safe like Simply Safe. When we started podcasting, an online store was honestly the furthest thing from our minds. But now we're selling Murder With My Husband merch, and it's so easy because we use Shopify. And we really do. We use Shopify to sell our merch. I've been using Shopify for years, so it is absolutely amazing, easy to use, so intuitive. I love it. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
And it's great because they grow with you. So whether you're just launching your shop or you've just hit a million orders, they are there every step of the way. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. We've actually tried a couple other platforms before we started using Shopify to sell our merch and Shopify is just the best. Um, I've been using it for years, like I've said, and I just love having control over it and being able to do what I want. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is a global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash husband. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash husband now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash husband. When it comes out that before the crime spree, Philip had been messaging with men or transgenders and his username was sex addict five, three, eight, five. The public was ruthless as yeah. you can imagine, especially in 2008, 2009, yep. they found profiles for Mark for Philip on many sexual websites about dominance and submission. And I do just want to clarify the bad part about this is that Philip was living a double life and killing someone yes. that he met. It wasn't that, this, he was looking yeah. this stuff up. Yeah, it's not that these sites themselves were bad. Mm -hmm. Psychologists suggest that Philip's public persona as a successful medical student was in war with this other side of him. And this is known as a fractured identity and can result in violence. It's wow. someone living two lives that eventually it just combusts. Okay. In February of 2009... Philip used a fake ID to buy the gun that he would go on and use in these crimes. He planned this out. Okay. The DA makes a plea for any victim of Phillips to come forward because they know there's more. But as you can imagine, due to the situation, no one else comes forward. And so the underwear that was found under the mattress, police are unable to identify. Yeah. It comes out that not only is Philip in debt from med school um, at Boston U University, which they did quickly expel him right after his arrest. I would hope so. He also was in debt from the gambling, uh -huh. but he is given a good lawyer pro bono. So he doesn't have to pay for the oh, lawyer wow. because he's broke. But this lawyer is known for getting People criminals off, off. Okay. like real, like he's a very good lawyer. Yeah. And I mean, he's still the boy next door. So this is an attractive case for a lawyer who's wanting to grow his reputation. But with how much evidence there is, it seems weird that they would still take it. Yeah. He pleads not guilty his indictment, even though the evidence is like you they can't found even the argue. Gun, yeah, the underwear. the underwear. They have. Why do you IDs. have a gun hollowed out in your book? Yeah. It's just for fun. Literally. Just, just for fun. <laughs> it just helps me get the anatomy yeah. down more when oh, yeah. I open it up and I don't There's actually read the pages. I just stare yeah. at the gun. I learn a lot. <laughs> so Megan visits Philip in jail and tells him that the wedding is off. She tells him in person, hey, just so you know, we're not getting married anymore. <laughs> and you know what? As as much as I, I hurt for the living victims and also for Jalisa who passed away. Yeah. I hurt for Megan as well. Yep. Like this, she was complete. Her life got completely turned upside down. Yeah. Without, she, and she, she was engaged. Yeah. yeah. I, my heart also goes out to her and her family and also to all of the victims. I think sometimes we think, oh, they weren't sexually assaulted. They didn't die. It's not that bad of an attack. It's bad. still the scariest thing oh. that you could ever oh, go yeah. through. And the most traumatic thing. And I promise you that all of them had so much trauma. It's after. no different if someone were to break into your home. No. You'd probably not want to live there anymore. No. Right? It would it's be hard. Horrible. It would be hard. So we still need to understand and have respect for the fact that this was a bad thing and mm -hmm. a crime. 
He pleads not guilty, and according to ABAJournal.com, the evidence against him includes a 9mm semi-automatic handgun hidden in the hollowed-out copy of the anatomy book, a New York driver's license in the name of Andrew Miller, which he used to purchase the gun, bullets matching those used to kill Brisbane taped to the back of his dryer, plastic ties, a stash of women's underwear, a black leather jacket, a New York Yankees cap, which he was using. A lot of evidence. That was all in the video. And a pair of brown leather shoes that actually have um, one of his victim's blood on them. So everything. So everything. 16 months after being caught as the Craigslist killer and before he goes to trial on what would have been his first wedding anniversary with Megan... Philip Markoff takes his own life in jail after trying three other times but failing. This time, he slashed his neck and legs with a pen. And keep in mind, he is a medical student, so he hit his arteries. Yeah. But before he dies, he writes Megan's name on his cell wall in blood and then climbs under a blanket and dies. Oh, how like crazy. crazy. I don't know how to think that since I that's- do think he loved her. I don't think well, his relationship yeah. with her was fake. I yeah, I, I truly I do believe he was living two lives. Like I I don't I think his his feelings for her were real, but I think he as a human just didn't have the capacity to understand that's not normal. Like what you're doing is not normal. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's just the whole case is weird. He just started robbing people and killed someone and mm-hmm. stealing their underwear and yeah. Personally, for me, I'm not a psychologist, obviously, mm-hmm. and I'm not a behavior analyst at all. I personally think he just liked living this this kinky secret side life. of life. Yes. He liked having the secret life. He liked having a double persona. He liked going to school and being the king of the school and mm-hmm. then coming home and living this other life. But then as he started to get in trouble and life started to catch up to him and everything was going so fast and he was a med student that was $130,000 in debt, he put two and two together and realized I could rob these people. Yeah, I could see that. It's That's crazy. Yeah. So anyways, that's our case this week. Thank you, Jade, so much for sending it in. You guys, please go check out our Patreon. Um, the link is in all of our social medias. You can also just go to Patre- Murder With My Husband Patreon. It's patreon.com and then just type in Murder With My Husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also check out our YouTube videos, you guys. And please, if you can, go and subscribe. You don't, If you like to listen on podcasts, that's totally okay. Just go check them out for us. It helps us out a lot. Yes. And also, we just want to say thank you to everyone who has continued to share and continue to send messages and leave comments it does so much for us and also it's just fun for the community to grow and be engaging Mm -hmm. and we can't thank you guys enough for doing that agreed 100 percent. so we will see you guys next week i love it and i hate it goodbye goodbye